Here, 357. Go up and if you need to, put one right behind his head. We yeah. talked about this ghost bear. How long have you been after this ghost bear? Five years. I just love hunting these animals. That's that's all I care about. Welcome to the Bear Hunting Podcast. All right, folks, welcome to the podcast. Before we get going today, a couple housekeeping items. Um, Firstly, if you like this podcast, like we're doing, want to see it continue into the long term, I ask that you consider becoming a Patreon supporter of this podcast. There is a link in the description of this podcast for how to reach our Patreon page. Uh, You can donate however much you want to. A little goes a long way, especially if we get some good numbers of patreon supporters and word to the wise um it has been heard that if you sign up for patreon you get a free bear hunting podcast t-shirt while supplies last so uh yeah hint hint uh secondly um if you're as we're getting ready for fall bear seasons, I know I got two coming up here that I'm really, really excited about uh, going off to Alaska here in four weeks now. Looking forward to it big time. So um, but um, for your own fall bear hunts, uh, if you're looking for some bear attractants, uh, check out our good friends and my favorite bear attractants, uh, Batum 907. Um, they have lots of good stuff. My favorites, the final dessert bear tar. Um, anything in final dessert. They got this new stuff, Frostbite, I haven't tried yet that everybody seems to love. All kinds of good stuff. Um, all kinds of good scents and flavors and varieties. I mean, they literally have pretty much anything you want. So um, if you want some bear attractions from them, use the code BHP15 and you'll get 15% off your order. So, all right, that's it on today's podcast. All right, folks, welcome to the podcast today. All right, so today I got a, a good buddy of mine, um, been, well, been chatting ever since I started up this podcast. His name is Chase Moon. Um, he is a uh, resident of Saskatchewan and um, uh, do-it-yourself hunter in Saskatchewan, which is a little different because normally when I talk to people from like Canada about bear hunting, it seems to be mostly like guides, but uh, um Chase is just a resident do-it-yourself hunter, and um, he is also a color phase grand slam holder. So, thanks for coming on, Chase. How you doing? Pretty good. Yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. So, <clears throat> so yeah. Hey, uh, question: How's uh, COVID been affecting the hunting up there this year? I mean, obviously, none of the American hunters could come up, but do you notice that any difference with the pressure or anything like that when you're hunting? Uh, no, because I don't really have any outfitters in my area, but yeah, like you said, there's no, no outfitting going on this spring. So right. didn't really affect me any and yeah. obviously didn't stop any of the resident bear hunters. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Did just anecdotally, did you hear anybody like saying good or bad? It was helpful or not, or not really? Um, I think some of the resident guys might've been happy without the you know, the outfitter pressure, but yeah. it, if, you know, if, if for some reason the border doesn't open and there's no American goose hunters this fall, I think that would have a bigger effect than no <laughs> American bear hunters. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that. <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like they're going to get the extra tags though, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, wait, is in, I forget in Saskatchewan, is it um, pretty much over the counter moose or do you have to draw for them? I can't remember. Uh, it's, it's all over the counter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking Ontario where it's like a, they got a goofy draw system there. It's like you put in, I, I'm not even sure I understand. I, I hate to like misquote it, but I think you like got to put in like with a party and sometimes the party sizes are like, eight people i don't know i don't really understand it, it just, okay it's so crazy that i i yeah i don't know it just seems odd to yeah. me so but yeah yeah 
So anyway, cool. So hey, uh, do you want to give me a little background into your, I guess, bear hunting history? Like how long you've been doing and all that stuff? Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, my dad's a bear hunter, so I grew up helping him mm-hmm. bait in the whole nine yards. And I've been bear hunting since I was 12, so we're going on 14, 15 years now. Wow. Nice. And I've been running, yeah, hunted bears all through high school in my teenage years with mm-hmm. dad. And then when I was about 19, I moved farther away from home. So then I started running my own baits by myself then. Okay. Gotcha. What what general area of Saskatchewan do you live in? Uh, kind of like northwest now. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I used to live in East Central before. Okay. I see. I see. I just realized I'm saying it wrong like a dumb American. I'm saying Saskatchewan. It's Saskatchewan, right? <laughs> nah, that's all <not>, right. <laughs> I have been to Saskatchewan, so I'm. I'm <laughs> you get, when we we when I when I was in Saskatoon, they were. I was. I caught on very quickly. I was saying it wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's, it's kind of unusual. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, fun cool well good deal so so like i said you you have a color phase grand slam um yeah when how long did it take you to get that um it wasn't too long okay uh, was it something you were really targeting or were you I'm just trying to think were you was it something um, you really no, it, okay good it just kind of happened the first yeah. thing i shot was cinnamon and then i shot a couple blocks and then a blonde came in, so I shot him. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just three or four years ago, I shot a chocolate, and that was that yeah. was the last color I needed. Yeah, yeah, so I remember you said kind of was on purpose, but kind of happened at the same time. I see. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm always jealous of you guys have all of them there, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Especially the blonde ones. It, that, that's like the number one. I, I've never shot a blonde bear, and that's something I really want to shoot. They're just so pretty. Yeah. I'd like to get like a great big blonde, like, you know, like a 400 pounder or something. Yeah. Like a big, great big one. The blonde I shot was smaller for okay. sure, but yeah. They have a hard time getting big when they're blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one who wants a blonde bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most people do. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Were they, so uh, were they all, are you, are you mainly a gun hunter or do you bow hunt at all? Um, no, I, I don't really bow hunt. So okay. it's usually with my rifle. Yeah. Yep. Same here. Same here. So we're like, we're like, even, in, um, we're like countercultural. I was going to say we, yeah, we even <laughs> share caliber choice. I usually use my 338 as well. Nice. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> Win mag? <laughs> yeah, it, it flattens them. It works real good. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. What what bullet do you tend to use? Uh, I use the two twenty five Barnes PTSXs. Okay. Yep, yep. I'm a big fan. Right now I'm shooting nozzlers because that's what I have. I've got some nozzler partitions, but I am a yeah. big fan of the TTSXs for sure. For sure. Yeah, they're good bullets for sure. Yeah. I know when I first bought this, um, it was kind of during like the bullet shortage because I was going to load up. 225 grain horny interlocks. So I couldn't find any. I could only find barnses. So mm-hmm. load up some of them. And first load I had shot good. So I just stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You reload your own bullets then too? Yeah, I do. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Too expensive to buy 338 shells. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why That's why I have the nozzlers right now. It's because I was, I, I, re, I reload too, but I I just yeah. got lazy and I didn't reload any. Actually, I've got some. Uh, yeah, they're 225s, TTSXs in, in the basement right now. I just haven't loaded them up yeah. yet, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing is I was just haven't loaded them up and so I was like, oh, I'll just buy some you know, buy something, you know, and all Cabela's had was yeah. either cheap stuff or, or nozzlers, so that's what I got. But yeah. 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 So when I reload again though, I'll have those loaded up. So I just they they I don't know, I, I've heard you know, I, I, have you ever seen where the, the barns don't open up? Because I I never have. Mine have like instantly expanded and just boomed dead right there, you know. 
Yeah, the few bullets I pulled out of like um, either bears or elk or whatever, they've all been mushroomed out like, yeah, you know, perfect for a for an otter or whatever. Yeah, yep. That's the same with mine. The only thing I've noticed is I've lost. There's been a few times I've lost some of the the petals, you know, when it, when it mushroomed out. But I mean, that's not yeah. really a that was on the exit wound, you know, so it's not really a big deal at that point. But yeah. Yeah, I don't even think I've lost the petals. It's usually been like 215 or 220 grains there. And basically, just the tip is gone. Yeah. The blue tip or whatever. Right, right. So, <clears throat> yep. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So I asked you what region of Saskatchewan or Saskatchewan you're from. What what general yeah. terrain? You know, is it is it more boreal forest there, or are you kind of still in the farmland area there? Um, I'm on the farmland fringe, but okay. where I hunt bush is up in the, or where I hunt bears is up in the boreal forest. Okay, okay, gotcha. <clears throat> do, like, you, do you have a I long bait run then? Or? Like on the, what's that? I said, do you have a long bait run then, or? Uh, not too bad. It's like forty minutes from oh, town okay. here, and then I. Yeah, and I park my truck, and I have, like, a 40-minute quad ride to my farthest bait. So oh, not too okay. bad. That's not bad. Okay, cool. What were you going to say before you cut you I off? Could, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I could hunt bears, like, on the farmland here. Like, there's bears, you know, fairly close to town. A friend of mine has got a bait, like, five miles west of town, but I just have my baits up in the bush there, and I've had good luck with them, so I stick to that area. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because you know, I, you know, when I watch videos of of like bear hunting up around you, you know, it seems like um, you'll see the ones in the boreal forest and stuff. But then you'll see I'll, I'll watch ones where guys are going in off hay fields into like you know like basically brush, you know, and they'll yeah. have all kinds of bears yeah. there, and uh, it's just funny to me because if I you know around here, you know, typically I don't see many bear. Actually, I live in an area that's kind of got a lot of hay fields around me. And I've rarely, I like, yeah. I've never had bears around my house, for instance. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, and so it's just odd to me that there's a lot of so many bears in like the hay fields, <laughs> you know, at least what I've yeah. seen in the videos anyway. Yeah. I've never really hunted them on the farmland here, but yeah. I know, um, it doesn't take a ton of bush to hold bears. Like where that guy was hunting, it's, a section of bushy pasture, like cattle pasture, so bush pasture, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And he had four bears on his baits. So I didn't think that was too bad for a mile-by-mile mile area. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Well, that's cool. Huh. Was that all in the springtime, too? Uh, yeah, that was. Okay. Okay. I, I know... Um, this year they changed it so you get a second tag for the farmland area. So this fall I'm going to try and okay, spot cool. a stock. There is on the size of old fields this fall or maybe set up a bait. We'll see. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I've heard of guys doing stock in the oat fields. Is there? Do you see like a lot of bears just out and about in the oat mm-hmm. fields? I've never done it before, but I've been like um, deer and elk hunting on the size of oat fields before. And you see a few, but I've never actually targeted them. Okay. Usually I've always tagged out after the spring and yeah. this is the first year they've had the second tag, so right. bears in the fall didn't do me any good. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, because I'm thinking like, I don't think I've ever seen a bear out in a field around here anyway in the fall. You know, they're always, yeah. you know, deep in the berries or on the oaks or something, you know, but... Um, yeah, they... They come out with oat fields. You can tell where they did. They just flatten them. The few I, I last fall, I guess the few times I was out, I probably seen half a dozen in the oat fields. And you just be looking and all of a sudden you see this black bear kind of stand up and they grab some oats and then sit back <laughs> down and they just kind of pop up and down out of the oats every once in a while. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> that's just i'm just trying to picture that's pretty funny yeah <laughs> oh that's cool <laughs> that speaking of oh it's a, that so what do you like to use for bear bait because like uh um 
you, you know, the typical thing you hear from like a lot of Canadian outfitters is they use like oats and grease or something, you know, maybe oats and molasses. Yeah. What do you typically use? Um, well, you can't go wrong with oats and grease, so I'll use oats and grease and um, beaver carcasses and like old bread and stuff like that. Okay, okay. So nothing too fancy then? No. Okay, no. gotcha. Yeah, I was curious. I hear, I you know, I've, I hear a mix of things, but yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, sometimes I'll pop up some popcorn or whatever. Okay. So, nothing too fancy. Yeah, yep. Neat. But like, how many bear? How many bears do you typically have in your bait sites then? Um, this spring was slower. I probably only had six or so at a time. But okay, last spring, I, that first week of May, it was just rocking and rolling. I had I don't know, like eight or ten, and I was going through like fifty gallons of bait every three days. <laughs> It was crazy. <laughs> nice, nice. That's when you know you're doing good. That's when you know you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, would you have a lot of big ones then too, or just? Yeah, I had. Yeah, last spring was really, really good. But okay, those like first ten days of May on that date, I was thinking, thinking of I had probably. It's hard to tell, but all big blackbirds kind of look alike on camera, but I think yeah. I had three shooters on camera. Though. Okay, yep. One big color phase and two big blacks. Okay, yep. Yeah, it's it's funny because it, it is hard to, you know, a lot of people don't re- realize this looking at trail camera photos of bears, but after you've done it after a while, you've no, you notice that, like, all it takes is for a bear to be in a different position and look in a different way, and they oh, look yeah. like a totally different bear, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you gotta, you got to look at about six pictures of them to get accurate yeah. judgment. Yep, exactly. And then all it takes you is for... You've got to make sure they're next to the barrel, not halfway between the barrel and your camera. They look real big, too. Yep, exactly. Yep. And I usually used... at night, they look extra big as well. I know. <laughs> I know. It's funny, because you'll see, like, there's been bears where... um. And this is how I kind of know, I've learned this, is there will be a bear with, like, a really distinct, like, white blaze or something that, that, you know, hey, this is this bear. And that bear will come in at night and just looks enormous. And you see in the daytime, you're like, I don't know if I'd shoot that. (laughs) Yeah. The best is if you get pictures, like, right at dark or right, like, first thing in the morning where it goes, your camera switches between, um night and then daytime pictures yep. of the bears there sometimes yep. they look completely different <laughs> yep exactly it's like this has to be the same bear <laughs> picture a minute earlier yep exactly <laughs> i know I, I love that it's funny <laughs> oh man yeah yep i was gonna say something i forgot what it was though um it's about trail cameras or something i forget um <laughs> i don't know oh well um, I'm sure I'll remember later. Oh, I know. Um, so this, so what was so weird about this season? You you said this season was really weird and it wasn't that great. What was going on? Um, I think it was just a really late winter. Yeah. I think. And mm-hmm. then I, I think we had a pretty decent winter kill on deer. So I don't think that helped out the baits any this spring either. Yeah, I'm sure. Like yeah. my dad and brother, they run baits not too terribly far away from me. I don't mm-hmm. know what it'd be, four-ish, five miles as the crow flies. Mm-hmm. But they're in kind of completely different country. They're in, you know, the boreal forest type stuff where I'm in a huge stand of spruce. Mm-hmm. And their baits are hopping right off the start. And my baits are real slow off the start. And the only thing I can think of the difference between the two is on hard winters like that, the deer going to the spruce to winter. Yeah, And there was a decent amount of winter kill deer. Like I seen, you know, half a dozen just from the quad trailers I was baiting this spring. So oh, wow. probably was a hundred at least back in the, in the spruce. Right. Yeah. So that's the only thing I can think of the difference because yeah, but their first week of May, you know, my brother hunted two times. We've seen six bears on night, five bears another night. And I shot my bear like the 10th or 11th of May. And I only had four bears on my bait at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. I've only seen five bears all spring before I shot it. <laughs> one night. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That that's interesting. See, because around here the winter was really it ended early, 
but then it yeah. it didn't want to let go. Like we'd get snow randomly and stuff, and, and our deer yeah. did because our our deer can get pretty affected by winter kill too. Um, yeah, and uh, it didn't seem like we had. It seemed like our deer here weathered the winter pretty good, but um, oh, okay. Yeah, so I think it all depends on on where you were this spring, but yeah, yeah, that if there was a lot of winter kill, that would definitely do it. I think you know, I mean, yeah, got to think that's a lot of food for a lot. If there's a hundred deer, you know, that died in your spruce forest, then yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's a lot of food for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I figure if I seen six from the quad trail, there had to be a lot more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. Um, me and a friend went sledding up in that country there over. Um, Easter, which well, was Easter, like first week of April, second week of April, yeah, whatever it was yeah, this year. Yeah, second week. And um, when he got his sled stock off the trail. I went off the trail to help him. Like the snow was up to my knees still. Oh wow! Second, whenever Easter was, so yeah, that's a lot of snow still. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Now, when do you when do you typically put your baits in, and when do you typically hunt then? Um, I. I think I put mine in like the 26th of April this year. Okay. That's that's not too, too much later than I usually do. Okay. We, we lost our snow really quick this year. Like usually sometime between the 20th to 25th or so mm-hmm. is when I go. Okay. And it went from like three feet of snow to a few hot days and the snow was all gone. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> so, but then I, I get so... When did you when did you kill your bear this year again? Uh, May eleventh. May eleventh. So you're yeah. you're usually after him pretty early then. I mean, if that was a later yeah. year for you, then are you usually killing him a week or two earlier than that? Um, I haven't really killed many earlier than that. But I've lost times I've been bear hunting. You know, May first okay. or so. Okay. Like I uh, last year, for example, I shot mine on May eleventh. In mm-hmm. 2018 as well, so I okay. hunted pretty much every day for the first 10 days of May, almost. I see. Okay. And the baits were just rocking and rolling then. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, the reason I asked was just because you know a lot of people like to hunt the the you know the bear rut, which is later yeah. in May, earlier in June, you know, and um, yeah. So so you like you like to hunt earlier in May then, just. Yeah, both. Both. Okay, you do like both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, if I didn't shoot bear, I'd hunt them all straight, right? Yeah, but right. I've right. always, well, you know, the first 10 days of May is good. I find the bears are kind of predictable, you know, as predictable mm-hmm. as big bears can be. Yep. And then, like you said, like May 25th, late, later part of May and, and June, you know, first 10 days of June or so, the rat's really going in. Yeah, never know what will show up then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep. <clears throat> I think I shot bears like between the fifth or eighth of May, and I shot bears as late as the sixth or seventh of June. So okay, could be any time in that range. Yeah, I and see. our season runs clear to the end of June, so you know a guy could hunt late to the end of June if he so desired. Right. Right. Okay, I see. Gotcha. Yeah, it just sounded like from the way you talked to that, you know, there's, you mostly killed earlier in May, so that's what I was asking, but, yeah. okay, yeah. No, it would be, it would be a max. Okay. Gotcha. It would be about 50-50 between early May and, and late May, early June. Mm-hmm. So, so when, wh- how long does, so if you, if you typically set your baits, you know, mid to uh, end of April, how long does it take for yeah. them to get rocking and rolling then? Uh, that first week of May, it just gets better and better and better. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's good to know. <clears throat> yeah. Cause I, you know, I get, I get, I get questions from people effort. like when, when, when should I start, when should I go, you know, spring bear hunting or whatever. And, um, you know, where I live, I don't get to set baits myself or anything. So, um, yeah, yeah. it's hard for me to objectively say that, but that's good to know. So yeah, first week of May or so, and then yeah, I usually like the, those first ten days of May is kind of like a hot time, and then you know later May, early June for the rock is another good time. Yeah, yeah, okay, good to know, good to know. Yeah, it's it's always interesting in the rut though, because you are right. It 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 you never know what's going to show up. You never know. Yeah, but 
it's it's nice on that aspect. Never no one's gonna show up, but if you're trying to shoot a you know, a certain bear, yeah. That bear could also be like twenty miles away. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that doesn't do you any good. <laughs> yup, exactly. It's one of those you things you could have another big could have another big one on your bait instead. Exactly. Yeah, it's one of those things like I don't know what's going on, but I'm just <laughs> you know, going on a wing and a prayer here. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. And lots lots of times, you know, I, it's been my experience. Sometimes if you have a sow that's lived on your bait all spring, yeah. she'll hold them around. But lots of times the like a big boar and a sow will show up and they'll be there for, you know, a few days and then they'll wander off again. So you gotta yep. gotta be on your A game and there when they're there. Yep, exactly. exactly. Usually they'll come in in good daylight, so that's not the issue. It's just right. making sure you're there when they're there. Exactly, exactly. They're only there for a three-day window in your hunting weekends, and odds are against you. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep. Let's think, gotta be there. You gotta be there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. Don't you? I, I hate that when it's it's actually season, you know, to hunt and and you see a big bear on the camera and you weren't there. It's just depressing. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. <laughs> it's happened to me a few times. Especially <laughs> oh. when they don't come back when you're there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so wanted to ask you this. So one of the first thing I remember one of the first messages you ever sent me when when we started talking was uh was you brought up i forget who i had on but we were talking about scent control with with bears and um yeah. and we were talking about bears up in canada and at that time i was i was kind of generalizing that yeah yeah when you hunt in canada you don't have to really really worry too much about uh scent or whatever and, and i forgot who i was talking to but where they were hunting yeah. was like far northern you know bowden only access bears right and uh yeah. you, you you kindly wrote in to tell me that's not really true for all of canada <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so in your experience because you know you've i'm sure you've seen hunting videos like i have where people are basically oh, yeah. the ones, you know like, the winds on their back seen people yeah yeah the winds in their back they're doing an irish jig in the stand waiting for the bear to show up you know yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. and they just this big old mature bear walks in they kill them um yeah does that work where you at where you're at uh no <laughs> you know if you hunted hunted the wind wrong on a bait you might get like some of the little three-year-olds that are kind of dumb or tough or not scared of you or whatever but yeah you i noticed um any big ones they'll they'll win you for sure and they'll bugger off or not come in or run away or hold up or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's it. It's about the same experience I've had. You might get some smaller yeah. ones that don't care, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know um my baits I try and get back from the bait about forty yards or so and I find that helps. Okay. Um with the wind. Yeah. Try and have them so they can't circle behind me or if they are gonna circle where it's uh, more open so if they are being jerks and circling i can just shoot them as they circle <laughs> yep. my brother my brother has a bait real good bait super thick spruce but it's a real small opening in the spruce and he's had lots of issues with uh, the bigger ones circling getting his wind and then not coming in yep yep and it's still so thick as they circle he can't see them like he can hear them and catch glimpses of fur and stuff but yep yeah, yep. they circle, get his wind, and bugger off. Yep. I'll tell you what, that is one of the biggest things when you're setting up a spot is to try to figure all that out as much as you can. It sometimes takes trials and error, too. But, you know, yeah. figuring that out when you set up your stand because it, and look at look at the stand knowing that if you're hunting at a time when there's going to be vegetation and stuff, taking in con yeah. into consideration that they could circle you and you can't see them, you know, because that's, yeah. that's huge. I've, I've made that mistake that's why i'm saying that so yeah it almost takes a couple couple years to really figure out the trails that they come into on your bait too yep yep I, my particular bait i'm thinking of when i set up i thought they'd all come from the east but some of them come from the east but probably half of them actually end up coming from the north so mm -hmm. the stand that i thought would be for fine with the south wind would be a nice crosser 
mm-hmm. um, doesn't work. It's got to be some some form of easterly wind, whether it be southeast or east or northeast. Yeah. Or straight north will work on that bait too. Yep. Yep. So not quite what I expected when I set up, but it's just how the bears come in from there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, like... Um, it's always... Um, go ahead. As you say, it's always interesting to look at, you know, a thousand plus trail cam pictures in the spring and try and figure out which way they're coming in to kind of <laughs> get a bit of a guess. Yep. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, I, I remember this one time, um, there, I had this, I had the stand where, um, it looked like they were coming in. I'm trying to picture this in my head. Um, it looked like the bears were coming in from the, uh, from the south on this stand yeah. and there was like a there was a pond directly behind me because what i tried to do is i tried to set up the um to where if it was a west wind or a north wind yeah i was basically in this corner to where if it was a north or a west wind it would blow directly into this pond and it, i wouldn't get scented well and oh, the yeah, bears were coming perfect. yeah the problem is there was this tiny strip of spruce trees along this this pond and what this this yeah. one older bear was doing was he would come in, he would come in right behind my tree stand through these spruce trees, and then circle oh, around yeah. and enter into the un, enter in from the south. So when I saw it on the trail camera, it looked like, hey, this bear is coming in from the south. I'm good to go. But really, yeah. he was coming in from the east. And what he would do is yeah. he would he would bed down um, on my entrance trail. He would bed down to the north okay. of my entrance trail because I'd walk um, straight west to my stand and he yeah. would he would bed north of that <laughs> yeah and he would cross my trail and go right by my stand and then circle back to the to the bait and uh okay the yeah and the only reason I, I i figured that out was because um that was the year that i had to use um that i used my buddy's hounds to get the bear and uh when we yeah. jumped him, we figured out where his bed was i was like and we and the dogs actually circled went down the trail he was on i was like Oh, oh! <laughs> it's amazing how sometimes those big bears take trails completely different from the rest of them. Yeah, yep, exactly. Because I don't think the rest of the bears were doing that, but that bigger, older one yeah. was. So, yeah, yep. <laughs> I know. I have a couple baits where, well, the bait I shot mine off of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of them come from the east and whatnot, but most of the big bears end up coming from a trail um from the north and then it circles ha- about halfway between the barrel and my stand uh-huh. or, yeah it kind of comes in that way where i would have thought for sure when i set up that all the bears that came from the east mm-hmm. yep yeah it's it's funny how those older ones do some do different things <laughs> yeah different than the rest of them yeah yeah that's wild so so with wind direction then do you like to use a crosswind or how do you I guess how are your stands set up now? Are they, um, um, ideally, are they like, I guess, do you like the wind in your face or do you like, I guess, what do you do normally? Um, I'll hunt. I'll hunt um, either, well, at that one base I'm thinking in particular, the north, a north wind has it a cross wind. Okay. A south wind is a crosser too, obviously, but mm-hmm. that kind of blows into where the bigger bears are coming from. Yeah. But then I like, so either a cross or in my face quartering, just something where they won't get my wind. It's not like I'll only hunt the wind directly in my face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I was waiting for wind directly in my face, I don't hunt about four days in the spring. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll take crossers or quartering too, which is something that they can't get my wind, hopefully, yeah. the best you can anyways. Right, exactly. Within reason. I mean, there's always a chance they're going to yeah. come down a... Yeah, I, I think a lot of people get hung up on that, like... You know, there, there's always a chance the bear's going to come in a way that you don't expect or circle and wind you, you know, but... Oh, for sure. You know, I well, mean... If you got your bait on the side of a clear cut or something, then you could yeah. kind of get away with that, but... Yeah. I, I think... wouldn't have too good of action. <laughs> right, exactly. But, you know, like, obstac- using obstacles to stop them from, from circling around you, though, I think that's... Uh, it's as good as he... Uh, that's a good way to go... But, you know, like like I was just talking about with that example, that's what I tried to do was I tried to have that, like, pond right behind me. And the bears still yeah. kind of used it. You know, still were able to circle yeah. around me a little bit. So, I mean, you do what you yeah. can, I guess. But 
Um, but you'll never, if they really wanted to circle, they could circle half mile away and smell you and exactly. you wouldn't know they circled even. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, so you do the best you can anyway, but. Yep. Yep. Yeah, for me, like, because when I hunt in the fall, it's predominantly a west wind. Well, it's either a north or a west wind, typically. And the rarest wind yeah. would be an east wind. So um, what yeah, I typically... What same I, with us. Yeah, yeah, I think it's probably the same for most people. I, yeah, I'm sure there's exceptions. Yeah. But um, so what I typically do is I try to set up um, my stance to where, uh, you know, it's a cross, basically the only wind that I can't hunt is an east wind because it's so rare. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen because it was, I think, two years ago now that I couldn't hunt opening day because it was an east wind. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, but that that's that's not typically typical. So, yeah, um, yeah. so that that's what I like to do. And, and it all depends on which, which ones I pick for a cross, which are going to be a crosswind or not, but. Um, yeah so yeah but i kind of like to have um two baits and then one well i guess yeah i'll have like one set up in this case i have the one that works for easterly winds or a straight north wind mm -hmm. and then i picked a second bait and it's kind of more set up for a westerly wind or a south wind would be ideal in this case mine's not set up for a south wind it's good for uh, my second bait would be good for a north or a east or a, a west or you know any any of that combination, but nothing southerly. But yeah. I, in the ideal world, you kind of have one bait, one or two baits that's good for some wind directions, and then another bait or two that's good for the other wind directions. So you at least always hunt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that that is nice to have options for sure. So yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like last one, year, I last year I was there was. My main bait, I couldn't hunt it the second day, and I went to my secondary bait because yeah. the wind was good, you know. So yeah, yeah, exactly. That's usually what I do. Yep. This yeah, I had a second bait running this year. I never hunted it because I hunted three nights this spring. Yeah. But I kept it running all spring. It was okay. It was a new bait, nothing too spectacular. Okay. I think I'll probably tweak it a bit for next year. Mm -hmm. Actually, I've already when I pulled the barrels on, I went and found a, a new spot about a mile east of there that I think is going to be better. We'll see. Yep. Yep. Always tweaking them a bit if they're not producing big bears in daylight. Yep. Yep. Consistently. That That's a good point that, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if, if people key on that and on that a lot, but you know, if yeah. you got to, don't be afraid to tweak stuff, especially, you know, it's one thing to get, I think a lot of people get hung up on seeing bears on big bears on camera, but if they're at nighttime yeah. and they're consistently at nighttime, do it, you know, yeah. don't be afraid to tweak stuff and try to get mm -hmm. those big bears to come into the daylight because, you know, you might be too far from their bedding or you might not be in their court close enough to their core area or something. See what you can do to yeah. try you know, don't be afraid to try stuff, especially if you're in an area yeah. where you can run a lot of baits, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't run a ton of baits. I usually only run two because yep. they do eat quite a bit, and that's enough right. work. But right. in 2018, for example, I had a bait in a new area, and I shot a good bear off it, like a 19 and a quarter incher. Nice. But um, then 20, then I ran that bait all spring, and for the most part, the big bears weren't there during daylight, real great. Mm -hmm. 2019, I ran that bait again to give it a fair chance and there was big bears there but they weren't in daylight consistently enough so then 2020 i pulled it and moved into new country trying to tweak it and figure out where i can get the big bears more consistently yep yep exactly in daylight. yep big bears in midnight don't do the guy a lot of good <laughs> yep 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 Yep. You the one nice thing about um, baits ahead. that are set for east wind is up here, anyways. East wind is usually um, comes in just before rain, mm -hmm. so then you can kind of have that option. You hunting just before rain comes in, and I think that helps the big bears move a bit earlier. Sure does. Yep. Yeah, I don't. You know when it, I I've seen it. I've seen mixed results when it comes to rain. Like uh, 
you know, if it's raining really, really hard, it seems like the bears don't really come in, especially during the day. You know, if it's going to yeah. rain all night, I don't see them coming in during the day much. Sometimes they will, but you know, it, it's definitely before good rain though. Yeah. That's definitely a good time yeah. to hunt. <laughs> before rain and right after rain. is good yep. too. Yep. Exactly. I don't, I don't hunt in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't usually, if it's a light rain, I will, but I won't if it's downpouring. Yeah. And, and lightning's yeah. never, like, lightning's never a go for me. <laughs> yeah. If it's like a light rain and going to end at like, you know, six or seven at night, I would go, right. go out there and take my chances. But yep. yeah, I'm not having a downpour. No, no, exactly. Because the before the rain and after the rain is good. Bears are kind of weather wimps. Like, they don't like, they don't yeah. like it when it gets really, really cold. They, yeah, you know, that when it gets really, really hot, they they get a little iffy about that. They don't like the rain, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you can see where the story of Goldilocks showed up. It's got to be just yeah. right. Well, it's no different than deer hunting. Like you True. know, when you're deer hunting, you want to hunt right before the storm and right after. Yeah, exactly. Usually, in the middle of the blizzard isn't the best time. Correct. Correct. Yep. Waiting for right before the right before that cold front is what I like to do. <laughs> yeah. So or right yep. after, but your bear this year. So yeah. How how big? I, I forgot to ask you how big that bear was. I mean, it looked like a decent bear. Uh, yeah, he's a good one. He's not the biggest bear I've ever shot. They went nineteen and ten sixteenths. Okay. So yeah, that is a good bear. That is a good bear. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. So that was that was early May. That was after three days of sitting. Um, was there yeah, much action May before that, or what's that? Was there much action before that? Before that bear came in? Um, no, the even at that time, the bait my bait was pretty slow. I only had four bears there at that okay. time. Okay, like four bears on camera, or four bears total, like or four bears like, uh, you actually saw in the stand. Four bears on camera okay gotcha yeah okay it, yeah it was um at that time it was still pretty slow i kept my baits running the rest of the spring like mm -hmm. i pulled the barrels like the 10th of june or whatever okay in case my dad or brother wanted to hunt it and it was it was slow most of the spring until about the end of may early june and then it kind of became more normal okay i see so there was like eight or so bears on the bait then i see okay Gotcha. One real, one real good one there, and the rot showed up. I see. Okay. And no, typically you have you have like eight to ten bears on a bait. Typically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on that bait in particular. Okay. And most most baits usually have six or eight at least. Okay. Okay. That's I've never had cool. more than I don't think I've ever had more than ten. Like at a, you know, in a one week period showing up consistently. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, that's good. That's good to know because you know you see on the TV. Like I think a lot of guys get disheartened by this a little bit, but um, they see on like TV, like the you know you see the shows on the hunting shows, especially up in Canada. It seems like and it's just like a bear yeah. parade all the time, you know. And and yeah. then they go and they run their baits, and you know they're just a do-it-yourself hunter running baits anywhere, you know. And yeah. uh, you know they get. A few bears on camera and you know the, they might see a couple bears a night or something at most or a bear a night or yeah. something and they think man yeah. what am i doing wrong you know or the bear hunting here sucks or something and uh i you know i think like i mean around here because i like for instance like around here um you'd hear a lot of people say that you know the bear hunting here is not very good or whatever but yeah. i've had plenty of baits where there's been eight to ten bears on a bait no, they might not. Yeah, many yeah. of them might be very good bears, like in terms of you know yeah. trophy quality, but there's still plenty of bears. So yeah, eight or ten bears is a lot. Like even even six bears on a bait is a, not a bad bait. Like six to eight, I figure is probably a average or slightly above average. And yep, yeah, you see on TV those guys who see six ten bears a night, and I've hunted bears a long time, and I think the most I've seen evening is six. Like if I see three or four bears like that's a pretty good night and you know if I, yeah. if I see five or six it's like oh that was a real good night yeah exactly yep yep i'm trying to think how many i've seen at night probably 
three or four is a good night, I think, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, you know, just off the top of my head. So, yeah. Yep. And yeah, I know there's guys who've seen 10, but yeah, not, yep. not where I'm hunting, you know, maybe in uh, some of the farmland, some of the farmland actually has pretty high densities of bears mm-hmm. in certain areas just because they're kind of pushed into, you know, it might only be five or six quarters of land that, that you have that entire bear population living in or whatever, the yeah. majority of it. But yeah, if you see three or four bears in a night, that's a, not a bad evening at all. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So <clears throat> yeah, I, I think the lesson I want to tell guys there is, you know, don't, don't, um, the, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, you know, cause I've hunted yeah. a lot of different areas now and you know, I, I, in hindsight, like I'm still pretty excited just to hunt my own terrain here, you know, like yeah. it's still really good hunting. I mean, you might not have like the great trophy quality as some areas, but it's not all that matters. Yeah. You know I mean? Everybody wants to shoot a big bear, of course. Right. But you know, that's it. En- enjoy where you're at, I guess. Cause it can be a lot more fun than trying yeah. to travel places and you know, so Sometimes bear hunting better than no bear hunting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yep, for sure. Well, cool. Um, two things I wanted to uh, ask you here as we're sort of wrapping up here. Um, what do you like to do with your bear meat? Uh, I turn mine all into smokies. Okay, yep. It's good stuff. Good stuff for sure. So yeah. I just, I just said some, I like, I like sausage myself. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Can't go wrong with sausage. No, no. Bear, ma- bear makes excellent sausage. I just had some breakfast sausage this morning. So I've been, Oh yeah. Yeah. I made, I made quite a bit of my bear this year into breakfast sausage. It's good. It's really good. So yeah, I usually do smoke even mine. Okay. I haven't done anything with mine yet, but okay. that's only, I only have five or ten packs of Smokies left for next time. And all the Smokies, I'll thaw him out and yep. grind him up into a batch. There, nice, nice. That's cool. Do you do you do it yourself? Do you do it yourself, or you have a butcher yeah. do it? No, I do it. I okay. do it myself. Cool, cool. I I have a little bit of meat cutting training and sausage baking training and whatnot, so I do all that stuff myself. Oh, cool. Okay, that's awesome. Nice. Save save some old butcher bell. Yep, exactly, exactly. Do you add pork with it at all? Yeah. Okay. Uh, usually about thirty percent pork. Yeah. 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 That's what I do too. So, yep. I've done I've done where you know I had a smaller bear and I kind of kind of want to make it stretch out a little bit, so I I did like yeah. half and half, and that was just too oh, yeah. too fatty for me. I like it. I like it yeah. seventy thirty for sure. It depends. I I used to do sixty forty, but that was with leaner pork. And then I the last batch of pork I got real fatty stuff, so I was okay. able to cut it, cut it back to seventy thirty. Okay, it's still greasy and delicious, but yeah, yeah. If you want a little leaner, drier, or leaner sausage, you could probably cut it back to twenty even with this stuff. Yeah, it's pretty pretty fatty pork trim. Yep, yep. Yeah. See, what I always do is I always get pork butt roasts, and I cut it up in chunks and grind it all together. So, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, this this last batch of pork, I actually through work there, I ordered myself a case of fifty fifty pork trim. So that's what I use for this ah, stuff. Ah, okay, nice, nice. That's cool. Nice, sweet. Okay. All right. Last thing I got for you here. What's your favorite bear hunting story? Oh, I don't know. Um, I guess one of the most exciting ones is back when I lived on the east side of Saskatchewan there. The one Mm -hmm. night I was hunting bears and I had a little one come in and he kept coming closer and closer and he got like 10 yards away and I threw some bug spray at him and he kept coming and I like threw a threw my hat at him. He kept coming and coming and coming. Eventually he got like right up next to the stand mm-hmm. and my stands are 
real tall. They're like homemade ladder stands. So they're okay. like eight feet off the ground only, right? Okay. But yeah, he st- stood up next next to me there. He wasn't a big bear, but he was um, close enough. I was able to poke him in the nose with my rifle to get him <laughs> to bugger off. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Only eight foot up. That's interesting. That's yeah, yeah. That's, it's not too high. Yeah, yeah. You just make it with wood or like homemade like wood wooden stands. Yeah, just like I'll do my clothes or whatever. Nothing, nothing fancy. Yep, yep. It's old school. That's cool. I um last spring I hunted. Yeah, last spring I hunted bears off the ground, and it's it's tricky on the ground. Like they're they're on their A game. Like I had a lot of trouble. Well, first I had a pop up blind, and they ate that like within a week. <laughs> so then I made a, yep. made a ground blind with like a pile of sticks and some burlap and whatnot, and you know it it worked fine. But they were I had a lot of trouble getting the gun up, and um, without them catching me, getting my gun up, or hearing me wrestling across the logs or whatever, and I, you only had a split second to judge them before they were running off. Yep, yep. I that's so, that's been my experience with hunting on the ground too. I got away with it when I yeah. hunted like way, way up north in Ontario, but those bears yeah. hardly had any hunting pressure. You know, I'm not gonna say they're like mm-hmm. they're like the the boating only hunts or anything to where you could, you know, because I got busted by one with the wind or whatever. So I know they know what humans yeah. are, but I was able to shoot one on the ground, right? So I mean they're not super, yeah. super spooky, but um yeah i haven't had a whole lot of success with hunting on the ground here you know where the bears are pretty yeah. pressured so but yeah it definitely makes a world difference to be up in a tree a little bit so yeah for sure. yeah this, this year i went back up to up into the stand and even just uh being able to get your gut up and judge them mm-hmm. through the scope or whatnot just makes a world of difference sure does yep. instead of having to make a quick second decision yep yep that's some ground figures happens <laughs> <laughs> it's happened to the best of us <laughs> yeah that's for sure those are super hard to judge they are they are so yeah this is when they don't come into the bait and you're um trying to figure out when they're not next to the barrel there yeah, exactly. You know what I, you know what I like to do when I can't use a barrel is um I like to get a like engineering stake and I'll hammer it in the ground to where like I measure it out to where it's thirty six inches. Um, yeah. That way, and I got a little like a, and I paint the top white so I know okay like a really you know same height as a barrel so I know okay yeah. if they're they're up to this top of the stake that's for sure a shooter you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know um, even with my sights, like, um, I run barrels, obviously, mm-hmm, but yeah. because barrels get knocked over so much, and this is more judging on camera, yeah. is I'll put a, like, uh, chop a no- notch in the tree or whatever, like, with an axe yeah. above the barrel, so then you can see on trail camera your notch when they knock your barrel over. Yep, yep. Yeah, I've done that, too, even, um, like, uh, like, knots in the tree and stuff. I've done that with the yeah. trail camera. I know, okay, okay, this knot is 36. Now, the thing to be careful, though, is if the ground isn't even there and the bear's, like, standing in a dip or on top of a little, like, like bump in the ground or something, that can really yeah. throw you off. <laughs> yeah, especially around the barrel. You know, after the bait's been hit all spring, it's usually in a depression of some sort, so you got to be careful that yep. they're on the same level as the barrel. Yep, exactly, exactly. As, as they eat out around the barrel or scratch it out or whatever, it becomes a section of hole here. Yep. Right away. Yep, for sure, for sure. Oh, something I want to mention too, I can second, don't use ground, don't use pop-up blinds for bears because, yeah, they will destroy those things. Absolutely yeah. wreck them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do not oh, wow. like pop-up blinds. <laughs> It doesn't yeah, matter how good you brush them in, how far away they are, they will find them and they will destroy them. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, last year I had the one that got eight during bear season, and then I had one in the fall that got eight during deer season. Okay. <laughs> yep. They destroyed two thirds of my blind collection in one year. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't use pop up blinds. 
Plus, I mean, they're just kind of unnatural. Bears are just curious, and when you know, you know with the, with deer, I've shot I've shot a few deer in pop up blinds, and it's like they don't. Yeah. You know, you seem to get to get away with it in that, and I mean, I've seen videos yeah. of people killing bears out of pop up blinds, but I don't know. I don't know. I just I I think there's better ways to. I'd rather sit in a natural blind and try to get a bear than yeah. the pop up blind. I I just think they see that immediately, and they're smart enough to go. That's not right. <laughs> yeah. So you can't eat your natural blind or they just throw the pop up in two seconds. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they always smash those things too. <laughs> oh yeah. Pull them right in. It's almost comical. <laughs> Except yeah. for you just paid, you know, however much money for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, even even my uh, tree stand this year, I had like a cushion or whatever. Yep. That I made. Yeah. And. Yeah, by then this spring that cushion had been pulled down and there's teeth marks in it and Yep. <laughs> well well on my so on my tree stands, we have to mark on our on our because I, I just use a metal tree stand. We you have to mark your name and stuff yep. on it. And a lot of times what yep. I do is I, I put my name and address or phone number or whatever. Um in yep. like on I write it on a paper and then I, I put it in a plastic baggie and then I like oh, yeah. tape it to the tree stand. Every single time I do that, bears find the plastic baggie and eat it. Every single time. I mean, with yeah. not not like not like eventually within a couple days. Like I had to stop doing yeah. it because it was like every single time I did it, they ate it. <laughs> I just don't yeah, know why gotta, either. We got to mark ours. We got to mark ours too. So I used I used to use um like a piece of laminated paper and yeah, same thing. They just rip it down. So. Yeah. Yep. I just write it on wood now and screw it to the tree. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> oh man, funny, funny. Bears are fun. They're 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 oh, interesting to see at least. Yeah, they're, they're one of my favorites. Yep, for sure, for sure. They're fun. So, and that's like from a guy who's you know every almost every year I can have like moose or elk. Or, yeah, mill deer. If I so desire white tail bears, but yeah, bears are still still one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's good to know. That's good to know. So yeah, because uh, I don't. Well, I mean, I've shot elk. I've never. The only thing I haven't hunted, I guess, out of your list, there was moose and um, yeah, and uh, but yeah, bears are still definitely my favorite. You know, like like in November when it's like the white tail rut, I get kind of really really into white tails and stuff. Then, but usually after I get yeah. out of the 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 peak of deer season, I go, man, I, I really do love bears though. <laughs> so yeah, I couldn't I couldn't imagine like going to spring without bear hunting. Yeah, yeah. Well, it killed I me this spring. Have to do with myself. Killed me this spring. I was supposed to go to Alaska. <laughs> yeah, and so. Yeah. That would have been a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, for sure. But now I'm going early August. So not yeah. too far away now. But so change of plans, but it'll be all right. So now I got two fall hunts. That'll be fun. So I'm doing oh, yeah, for sure. Alaska early August and then uh, here in Michigan late September. So yeah. So, so the, having it spread out, it's all jam packed into a couple months. But that's okay. It'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, for sure. I know um, the couple times I've ever fall baited, which hasn't been very much. I know my fall baiting has been pretty slow until the berries dry up, and then the baits fire up pretty good. Yeah, yep. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I hear that a lot up there, too. I It yeah. seems like, it depends on the year. I, I've seen where it, it is a slow start for me, especially if I'm starting a bait during the peak of like a really good bear season or berry season. It is it yeah. it can be really slow to start, um, but if it's an established bait, especially, it doesn't seem to be too bad. Usually, it gets going pretty good. So okay, but yeah, as soon as, as soon as the berries drop, though, yeah, it really gets cranking. Or even not even drops, but as soon as the berries kind of, especially the raspberries, once those start to wane a little bit, or at least around here, that's when it really gets going good. So, okay, yeah. I think I think the trick with any natural food is almost if you can have a bait going like a good bait 
going before the natural food starts coming into season, whether it be berries or yeah. acorns, it seems like you do better. But if you gotta if you gotta start in the middle of when the natural foods are going, it's tough. Yeah. So Yeah. But I know um this fall I'm debating between either the spot and stock bears from the side and vote fields or mm-hmm. trying to um set a bait up kind of on what I think their travel route will be to mm-hmm. the oat fields just to have a better chance at a big one in daylight. I don't know how how apt big bears are to be inside of an oat field during good shooting, right? Yeah, I don't but know. I don't have a good feel for I'm, that. That's kind of what I'm debating. I, I was actually up, up there today putting up some cameras and salt blocks for deer and elk, but I did a little bit of potential bear scouting spots too when I was yeah. up there today. Well, when does fall season open? Um, it's early. I can't remember when exactly. I think it's like August 20th or 25th. Okay. And then it runs through to the 14th of October, I believe. Can you, can you, do you, is there a set time you can start baiting or? Um, I think you can go on private land. I believe you can bait all year and then up on the public land, like up in the bush there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the first of August, maybe. I'm not exactly sure. Okay. Off my head. Okay. So maybe what I would do if I were you, if you want to do the bait route, try to use yeah. something like try to get some like candy or something, something really, really sweet. Because it seems like when I yeah. when I set out baits in August, the main thing like a bears will dig for like they'll whatever you got, they'll throw it aside. They want candy. And I think it's just because oh, yeah. whatever reason their their bodies know I need sugar now, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so if you can find some like candy or something or something sweet like that, I think that's going to be the key to like August baiting if you want to shoot one in August. So yeah, um, that's what I would try if you want to go that route. But that's just what Sounds I've seen. So and beaver coaches, I'm sure they'll still eat beavers then. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Never could go wrong with beavers. <laughs> no, no. So, beavers are always good. Always good. Yeah. <laughs> cool, yeah. man. You can never go wrong with them. The trick is trying to get them so we don't eat them all in one night. Yeah. Almost, um, need to, I don't weld, so this makes life difficult, but it'd be nice to have like some beaver cages or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, where they can really get a little bit of them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know um, the last couple of years I've cut the openings down on my barrels, like with chunks of two by sixes or whatever, to mm-hmm. slow them down on bait. Okay. And then uh, this spring I ran a chunk of nine gauge wire across the openings to cut it down a bit more. Okay. It seemed to work off the start. I had it too narrow and that didn't help things. Yeah. And then I removed one of the wires and that seemed to do good. Like sometimes you have beavers in there for like a week. I had a, yeah, I had one beaver carcass in there for a week, which is like unheard of. But lots of times it was three or so days, which that's pretty good. Is pretty decent, I found. Yeah. What? Um. How big is the opening then in your barrel? Um. It's about the width of my fist now. By yeah, it's about the width of my fist wide and tall. So okay, uh, four inches or so. yeah, so not too bad. Yeah. Okay. So that's a decent size then. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we're we're allowed to use barrels here now, but they kind of have the opening can only be like one inch in diameter, which is just tiny. <laughs> you know, stuff gets yeah. anything gets blocked up in there, and so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. If you guy was running like straight oats or something, he might be okay. Like right. oats or dog food or popcorn. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, this year I ha- I ran a second barrel at one bait, and it was a smaller opening bait. It was like probably a three inch by three inch opening, and I had a bunch of wires across it. And then I, I removed a couple wires to mm-hmm. let it trickle out a bit. But that worked pretty decent. Okay. With, yep. And yeah, that barrel I just ran like oats and popcorn and dog food out of. Yeah. The one thing I found that was tricky is once you dust the grease on the oats, they kind of got stuck in there. So yep. I had to open the opening up a bit so they could get it. Yep. Yes. But it wasn't, they weren't going through like 200 pounds of oats in three days. It was, you know, 40 pounds a week with some grease on top. 
right. held it in, but they got enough to keep them busy and eat some of it. Yeah, yeah. See, when I use oats around here, I mix them up with like pie filling or frosting or something, so it makes them really, really sticky anyway. So, yeah. you know, yeah. with those tiny openings, I'm not sure. Because I, I, I didn't hunt. Last year was the first year that we could hunt with barrels here, and I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't have a tag for here, so... Um, cause I yeah. did my Wisconsin hunt. So I, I didn't, I didn't get to test it myself, but I just have yeah. a feeling that if I see, I don't know if I'm going to, well, cause you can only use barrels on state land here and the areas I'm okay. looking to hunt aren't state land. So I don't, yeah. I don't even think I'm going to use a barrel this year. Although I kind of wanted to just to find a piece of state land that might work <laughs> that way I could yeah. use a barrel, but I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I'm still thinking about that, but. Yeah, that one that one inch hole though, that's pretty tricky. Especially once you do get some grease in there, like yeah or whatever, it really locks it into the bottom. Like they gotta work for it. So right. they almost might get nothing out of it almost with exactly. that one inch hole. Right. And when, like, when I it's think my, when it's that small and they're coming in for bait, I mean they're only getting a they gotta work that hard for that little bait. I don't know if they're gonna keep coming yeah. back. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's my concern. You gotta balance it between feeding them but not feeding them so much that they empty your barrel out in one night or whatever yeah because they will <laughs> oh yeah they will <laughs> it's it's unbelievable how much how much food a bear can eat i mean it's just insane yeah. oh yeah for sure it is <laughs> especially if you get like you know eight or ten bears there and yeah, the worst is like sows and some yearlings or whatever. They just <laughs> plow through bait. Exactly. <laughs> they live there all day and just eat and eat and eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Yep. There's something else. There's something else. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, cool. Well, why don't we wrap this up? Um, do you have any other anything else you want to talk about though? Any closing thoughts? Or, um, you know that's a cliche thing to no. say, closing thoughts. <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I don't think I have too much else. Just uh glad you came on. Glad you finally came on. I've been wanting to do this for a while, so but, uh Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Definitely a fun conversation and uh hopefully folks learn something from this. So lots of good I think we threw out lots of good stuff for people. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, yep. Do you just have a Facebook or do you have an Instagram too? No, just Facebook. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks for coming. I'll have to do this again. So. Yep. Sounds good to me. Sounds good, man. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Catch you next time.